BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We got to get these doggies. They're out of the pen. We got to get them back in the in pen. In the pen. In sure, the pen. We got to get them over to the last podcast network country jamboree, June 18th, 2022 at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee. Come and check out all the shows that you love on the last podcast network. We'll be in front of you in our meat space, and we cannot wait to entertain you and have a great time. But for those of you that can't come in person, Go to momenthouse.com slash LPOTL and buy your live stream ticket. Yes, yes, you too can watch us perform our jangly country jamboree from the nudity of your couch. Absolutely fantastic. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Thank you so much for your support. And we are so excited to be at the OG Grand Old Opry. Yeah! Hail yourselves! Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Travis Irvine. Oh, hello, Ben. And Fernando. Hi, Ben. It's great to be with you all. Thank you all so much for listening, and thank you so much for all the support as we try our best to get through these wonky times. We have a lot to talk about today. Ohio. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) They are crazy and getting crazier. We'll talk about some legislation being put forth by Governor DeWine. Dare I say, he needs to be spilled out of office we'll also discuss what's going on with the january 6th committee it's one of the better shows on tv right now oh my god i love (laughs) it it's riveting riveting all the new dresses all the new looks all the new hairstyles it's everything i ever wanted it to be some new peaky blinders (laughs) but before we get to that let's talk pandering oh Nancy Pelosi, she makes a lot of money off of the stocks. A lot. Rich, rich. As a matter of fact, (laughs) retail traders follow Nancy Pelosi's husband's stock moves to find winners. That's called insider trading. (laughs) And they want to make it more difficult for us to know what stocks they're investing in as well. That's insane. Because God forbid we all get a piece of the pie. Not us, Ben. (laughs) Pelosi and pandering. We made fun of Giuliani when he went on The Masked Singer, and I really wish he would have kept that cupcake on his head <laughs> that man he's bad on the bone unbelievably hammered just like travis irvine and i were yesterday Woo! but we didn't try to overthrow an election like he did but we'll get to all of that <laughs> in a second the most recent moment of pandering mm. coming from a politician in this case nancy pelosi 
took place on RuPaul's Drag Race. Now, I love RuPaul. Mm-hmm. I, tell, I used Wait, to tell you this, talk about it all the time. I talk about it all the time. <laughs> oh, my, that's right. My brother oh, had the poster of RuPaul on his wall. Both of my older brothers were gay or are gay, still currently mm-hmm. gay and holding. Oh. <laughs> I didn't realize uh, that there was a drag picture. I was like, that's a beautiful woman. Right? And God knows my imagination ran a little wild with that. So mm. this is not a diss on RuPaul or the show Drag Race. It's simply a diss on these politicians who, again, get power mm-hmm. and get money by fracking and cracking and dividing us. And that's why when they go on shows like this, it just sends a chilling effect, mm. a chill down my spine, because I don't think they mean a damn word that they say. Mm. What is it? What is it called in the TV new? I mean, in the TV year when it's like uh, the new shows are coming out. What is it? What is oh, it? Pilot season. Pilot season. Yes. It must be pilot season because Biden was just on, you know, Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel. Yeah, and right. then Pelosi's doing her rounds now. It's, well, it's it is the summer ratings bonanza. So all these really shows is. are going for ratings. And w- what says ratings than uh, 80-year-old politicians? <laughs> Nancy Pelosi <laughs> again. A woman who has been in power for so long, if she complains about society, she made it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's yeah. just play this clip of RuPaul and uh, introducing Speaker Nancy Pelosi. She looks fantastic. She's wearing an all yellow suit. She looks like a. She looks like Big Bird. Uh, she looks like the banana dude. What the the banana candy? She a ban- banana She's a banana runt. She, she looks like a banana runt. Anyway, let's play it. Oh, banana. <laughs> That's a compliment in RuPaul's world. With all the challenges facing our nation, what words of wisdom do you have for us? Well, the single most important thing I can say is to vote. Thank you. With the midterm elections okay. coming up, it's very mm-hmm. important for people to make their voices and their vote heard. Well, thank you so much for the work you've done and the work you continue to do tirelessly (laughs) for our freedom. Your tenacity Mm. is something that we all look up to. We throw the word master class around here all the time, but that sarcastic shady clap you do was (laughs) epic. It was completely unintentional. (laughs) We have prayers in our hearts to keep you strong. Well, thank you for that. May God bless America. Can I get a, an amen? amen. <laughs> thank you, Madam Speaker. And then they all do the clap. And then, and then they, she does the clap. They all, they they all, all do, do the, the clap. clap. Of course, that clap made famous wow. after Donald Trump's State of the Union address when she tore up the speech afterwards that her aides had to have a little mark in so she was strong <laughs> enough to be able to tear it because, again, these are geriatric oh. people whose skin is only as thin as a small piece of fiber. So anyway, wow. the thing that's just annoying again is the pandering. And you wonder why isn't she talking about anything else that really affects people, whether they be in the drag community, the straight community, mm-hmm. the big and tall community. There are things that matter to all of us, such as, again, why are you so rich? How did you get so rich? <laughs> How have you been in power for this long? And why are things so fucked up? Yeah. Well, not one comment. No, I I think this is her just trying to reach across the aisle, you know, and and her line of work. She's got to work with all the the political Pauls, the Ron Pauls, the Rand Pauls and the RuPauls. So there you go. She got them all. And that is, again, that is fantastic. That is fine. There's just some blurring of the lines that I don't like. Celebrity culture meeting political culture. And to me, and vice versa, and vice versa, it creates this. 
untrustworthy environment that we're currently living in, as we talked about in the last episode, with only 20 percent of people having confidence in the American government. Right. And well, Washington, D.C. is Hollywood for ugly people. That's, That's what, what they say. Nan- I mean, whatever. She's she actually looks fantastic. quite attractive. <laughs> right. Anyway, but what do you, what do you, I want to hear your perspective, Fernando. So, OK, so my thoughts is uh, this is we were talking about how big RuPaul's Drag Race is before the show started. Yes. This is one of the biggest shows on television. So it's about numbers, uh, you know, and gay votes matter. There Absolutely. Is, Especially is, Pride Month. Yeah, there's Pride a, Month. Gay votes matter. It is what it is. And also, Pelosi has always had a great standing with gay people. You know, right. in 1987, she was talking about HIV AIDS. Right. You know, when, right. when no she one comes was, from San Francisco. Exactly. Right. So, so, I mean, yes, I am being pandered to, but in I, I don't feel like I'm being pandered to the way like, you know, uh, I, I don't know. I, I Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. Does that make sense? The level no, of know. pandering is, is uh, mild. It's, the thing is. <laughs> I feel like she ruined the sanctity of RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> oh, because politicians wow. are so disgusting. <laughs> you're not wrong. And so vile. And I just, if you're on the show, all of the uh, performers on the show, you just have to stand there and God knows what their personal thoughts are again, mm-hmm. because right. financial investments, the gay community is extremely diverse when it comes to political opinion yeah. and political thought. And I just always get a little bit annoyed when you see the people who are, again, in massive positions of power and have been for a long time. This is not her first run as Speaker of the House. She has had this position before. And I'm just wondering if this is the best use of her time. Well, she's going to buy stock in all the companies that put ads on during the show. (laughs) And that's how you know she's made it. But of course, as we see now, looking at Pennsylvania with Dr. Oz, Mm -hmm. Herschel Walker, Herschel Walker in Georgia, who is now tied up uh, with Warnock. Interestingly enough, we were talking to our friend Trey Crowder, liberal rednecks. Herschel Walker in Georgia is a hero in icon for football, for football, Georgia Bulldogs, Georgia Bulldogs. He said he was the best bulldog of all time. And then for our brains, we're like, how's that going to make him a good senator? (laughs) But again, in this world of Mm -hmm. celebrity culture, celebrity fascination with fame, uh, we're we're with culture's fascination with celebrity fame and politics coming together. Is it getting us the best policies or is it getting us the person that can score the best touchdowns? (laughs) And of course, the woman that can look uh, relatively pleasant like a banana runt on RuPaul's Drag Race. (laughs) I think there's a lot of people who are stressed, struggling to make ends meet, again, from all walks of life. And I just don't know if they really feel the love when they see celebrity culture meeting the political class. You're 100% right, Ben. And, uh, you know, we're just showing how healthy we are in our mentality of seeing the logic. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, uh, uh, Giuliani coming out of a... Of get a, out yeah, of here! Yeah, exactly. It's like, it doesn't matter, Democrat or Republican. Pandering is pandering, and that is the issue that we have here. Yes. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and... Starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. 
Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. All right. And obviously in this month where even Chevron is gay. <laughs> the hell it's gay. Yay. just amazing. I saw a pride ad from Exxon. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, well, let me what? drill you for oil. Yeah, Raytheon. <laughs> Raytheon. Yeah, Raytheon, the, the arms, Raytheon the arms dealer a, they of put the world. a rainbow flag on their bombs. <laughs> oh. Is that neat? Okay. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to other pandering politicians. Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani, the January 6th commission, the committee I am officially going to say, and I think we talked about this when they were discussing having the committee mm-hmm. formed. I, I think we all said in the long run, it'll be a good thing. Will we mm. new, Will we learn anything new? Right. And I have to say we have. Re- oh, yeah. <laughs> Specifically coming from inside of Trump's team. Number one, we joked, obviously, that Rudy Giuliani was hammered on election night asking Donald Trump to overthrow the election. It wasn't a joke. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> right. And to be a fly on that wall <laughs> yeah. must have been absolutely fascinating because, you know, Giuliani, uh, he's, he's speaking of oil. He's got his drip coming he's down dripping. and the small amount of hair that he has makes him look like he's a member of the Munster family. Oh, yeah. You can just see him like, Donald, we gotta, you just say you want, Just Donald. say you want. Just say you want. And I'm a drinker, and I gotta tell you one thing, that's whiskey drunk. Oh, yeah. Uh, that is be. whiskey confidence. Uh, just say you want. Say you want. I just keep going back to that Borat scene, you know, right. with him in the hotel yep. room. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dude, yeah. The new Borat movie, if you haven't <laughs> seen it, obviously COVID did kind of hurt the, it a little bit, and also he's so damn famous, yeah. it's hard for any want to uh, be fooled anymore but the, yeah. the female lead uh-huh. the gal she freaking nailed it mm-hmm. and giuliani <laughs> definitely willing to bone zone that shit uh, before he was, he was like i think this I is a know. sting yeah, well, he was about to harass her he literally was he about was to. about <laughs> but let's play some clips of what is now being coined team normal of course these are also trump acolytes these are people uh-huh. who stood by trump when he did everything under the sun that was irrational immoral unpresidential so on and so forth so fuck them we can also hold those both of our both of those can be held at the same time yeah fuck everyone who is talking screw all of them they all helped (laughs) donald trump seek power gain power and stay in power keep Mm -hmm. power yeah in this one moment however yes the one moment where the clouds parted (laughs) and there was a small amount of rationale right that entered the trump organization and the trump clan so I give them some credit <laughs> for that. But that was sort of, the bridge too far. It, that's the bridge too a coup. far. A coup, yeah. yeah. That was it. So the smallest amount of sugar sprinkled upon this pile of dog shit. <laughs> but let's play some of the people that helped Donald Trump. And as soon as he said, we better fight, I'm going to tell him the election was stolen. At the very least, these people had a feeling of... Perhaps remorse, or at the very least, a conscience. Mm, they they could feel Abraham Lincoln just scratching the, oh. you know, his. Oh, right. That was like Abraham Lincoln's favorite thing to do. <laughs> I scratch you. Oh, wait, that's Reagan. Sorry. Yeah, that's Reagan. <laughs> Jelly beans. Right. Jelly beans. Let's play this clip. And was it important for you, Mr. Stepien, to sort of pull back just for your own professional reputation? You didn't want to be associated with some of what you were hearing from the Giuliani team and others that that sort of stepped in in the wake of your departure. Uh, I didn't mind being categorized. There were two groups of family. We called them kind of my team and Rudy's team. Bill Steffian. I, I didn't mind being characterized as being part of Team Normal, <laughs> as as reporters, you know, kind of started to do around that point mm. in time. Uh, and I, I, 
I didn't think what was happening was necessarily honest or professional at that point in time. So that led to me stepping away. The general consensus was that um, the law firms were not comfortable making um, the arguments that Rudy Giuliani was making publicly. I made it clear I did not agree with the idea of saying the election was stolen and putting out this stuff, which I told the president was bullshit. Mm. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to be a part of it. And that's one of the reasons that went into me Mm. deciding to leave when I did. What they were proposing. Eric Hirschman. I thought was nuts. White House attorney. And the theory was also completely nuts. Mr. Kushner, your view of Mr. Mm. Giuliani. Did you ever share your perspective about him with the president? Yes. Tell me what you said. Basically, not the approach I would take if I was you. <laughs> Brave. Okay. And, and how did he react? How did President Trump react when you shared that view with him? Uh, we said, you know, I, 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 I have confidence in Rudy. There you go. So, again, uh, some of the schmucks that we had to hang out with over the past uh, six years now did end up, at the very least, in this one situation, mm. saying that, Donald, you're going too far. But why? Is money perhaps the case? I don't know. There was a two hundred and there was two hundred and fifty million dollars raised. Now this was for the Donald Trump Official Election Defense Fund. Nobody knows <laughs> oh where God. this money is. What? Because it does not exist. When I say it, I mean the fund. Mm. According to Representative Zoe Lofgren. Democrat out of California. This is what they say. Now that we understand the litigation efforts by President Trump and his allies, I would like to present additional action taken by the Trump campaign during this time. They go on. President Trump continued to push the stolen election narrative, even though he and his allies knew that their litigation efforts making the same claim had failed. It is also worth pointing out that litigation generally does not continue past the safe arbor date of December 14th. However, the one thing that did continue was mailers, emails, calls to the most vulnerable people amongst us, Uh, mostly our parents uh, and other (laughs) old morons who don't have a lot of money, but the little money they did have, they decided to give to Donald Trump and his stupid ass official election defense fund. This reminds me so much of Bannon's wall, build the wall wall fund fund. that went nowhere and it just helped him build another yacht (laughs) and uh, perhaps another double chin Mm. and certainly got him some sweet, sweet tequila. (laughs) This is just so disgusting it's such an example of grifting on a massive level that I really think, I really truly feel that the majority of Americans and even the Republicans are going to wake up and have woken up to the fact that we all just got hubba 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 played like fools. That's wild. They raised $250 million and it went to Trump's newly created Save America PAC. Mm-hmm. And then the PAC made contributions from that money to Mark Meadows Charity, <laughs> to a conservative organization that employed former Trump staffers. To the Trump Hotel collection as well, yep. and then also to a company that organized the rally that preceded the attack on the Capitol. <sighs> that's just that's that is that is grift, man. That, that is one hundred. That is else. grifting on a grifting level that's, that would make uh, even the biggest frauds 
you know, there's people in prison who didn't pay taxes and they owed the federal government $5,000 mm-hmm. and they're rotten away for 10 years. Yep. Yep. Uh, like the man who played Blade, uh, Wesley Snipes, yes, who sure. was like, I don't want to pay taxes. He Lauren spent Hill. three years, yep. Lauren Hill, yep. spent years in the pokey because they didn't want to pay taxes. And obviously we pay a lot of taxes and it would be nice if they fixed the roads and did things <laughs> that made all of our lives better. But now we have a situation where tens of millions of dollars have been built from the people that he promised to protect. And this is just a reminder of the worst type of American politic. That is absolutely wild. And then um, it's like you said, they kept doing the emails. They mm-hmm. kept doing the Flyers, videos. Yeah. I mean, even here in this article, there's a, um, just they're showing all of this election defense fund and it's just mind-blowing that so many people fell for it it really is and it's really freaking sad so the people again that supported donald trump i have to imagine that they are waking up but me are they though like all members of a cult the difficult thing to get someone out right of a cult there. is having them admit that they made a mistake that's what i was Whoa. about to say yes because as we know now with uh, Clarence Thomas's wife, Ginny Thomas, Ooh, <laughs> she became an anti-cult activist after she was a cultist. Uh-huh. In the it, 80s, though. In the 80s. That was and like a long time ago. That was like a long time ago. And God knows her brain is only getting smarter and smarter as time yeah, goes on. Yeah, she's not involved in any cults now. <laughs> no, not the woman that pushes for QAnon conspiracy as she blows one of the nine most powerful people in the world. <laughs> uh, you have to imagine uh, the pillow talk in that house is a little bit insane, <laughs> to say the least. I'm sure so it never comes up. We have cult-minded people and a group of alcoholics all saying the same thing when it comes to the election being stolen. And in the meanwhile, they are also convincing people to give up their hard-earned dollars so that they can go towards a fund that just cycles money to all of their crony friends. Rudy Giuliani has come out and said he was not drunk when he told (laughs) Donald Trump to overthrow the election. And I'm just going to say this, Rudy, where I'm from in Wisconsin, being drunk is an excuse. Yeah. So I would just say I was hammered. It's a good excuse. And move on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is according to Jason Miller, a former Trump campaign spokesperson. And Jason Miller, again, he's another one of these bald-headed bastards who really thinks he's got the alpha male complex. <laughs> he takes a tactical bath and his asshole is clean as a gun that was recently fired in a school. So Miller said, uh, the mayor was definitely intoxicated, but I did not know his level of intoxication when he spoke to with the president. Oh so now we have to wonder, on a scale from... Oh, I don't know. A teetotaler. Let's who's someone who's a let's on a scale from Mr. Rogers. Oh, I'm going to make a joke that it's going to hurt my feelings on a scale of Mr. Rogers to Jeff Hardy. How drunk (laughs) was Rudy Giuliani? I love Jeff Hardy. I'm just making a joke. How drunk was Giuliani? And I can't believe that that's the conversation we have when it comes to overthrowing a free and fair election. Now we have to know what was the back blood alcohol content of America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani, how far he has fallen. He was like one of those people that started celebrating at 10 a.m. because he knew he was going to win. <laughs> exactly. yeah. He was oh, that yeah, wasted. Yeah. He was yeah. doing jello shots. Yeah, like, he was doing, we used to do that thing in college, cartoons and cocktails. Oh Wake up at like seven, oh, yeah. get Kegs freaking, and eggs. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Get hammered. You know, ex- that's exactly what happened. Yeah. He was like, we got this. And by the time the numbers were rolling in, <laughs> and obviously the election wasn't fully settled for a couple of days later, <laughs> the hangover was starting to loom. And he began to understand Mm -hmm. that, uh uh-oh, I'm in over my head. Let's just say we won. Because there's (laughs) nothing worse 
than when you're in over your head and you know you're losing an argument, but you're also too hammered to stop the <laughs> argument. Right. And then you also know, like, I know I'm losing, but if I just say this louder, I'm just going to keep on <laughs> saying, it louder, keep saying it louder. Then I think it's all going to work out. Keep yelling louder, Rudy. Trump will hear you, and he's going <laughs> to declare victory. Victory, indeed. So Trump, his own people, are saying it got a little wonky at that hotel. As a matter of fact, it's not just Trump's people talking. It's also him. <laughs> I think we actually have Donald Trump. We have some quotes here from Donald Trump. and Wait, he, uh, he had a rally? Is that what this, this is? This is Donald Trump. This is him discussing some of the wildest claims when it comes to the January 6th committee. And uh, this is what Donald Trump uh, has to say. Oh, my God. It's 12 pages. We're just going to give you the cliff notes. Let's here, do the cliff notes. So, Donald, I know that you're pretty upset here with the January 6th committee. Uh, what is it about it that you don't like, man? Well, if they had any real evidence, they'd hold real hearings with equal representation. Well, it does seem like it's a bipartisan committee. Liz Cheney is there. No. I mean, there's a lot of Republicans on it. This is technically a hearing in public. No, they're using the illegally constituted committee okay, to put on a smoke and mirror show. <laughs> Oh, I love smoke. I love mirrors, especially when I'm looking at myself. Right, right. <laughs> and it's all for the American people in a pitiful last ditch effort to deceive the American public again on who won the election. Like smoke and mirrors, like a reality show might do. So it kind of like. Absolutely. That's why I love smoke and mirrors. They have right. refused to allow their political opponents to participate in this process mm. and have excluded all exculpatory witnesses. You Good can work. tell this is a written statement because I don't know how to say most of these words. <laughs> no, I know. You really nailed that And one anyone up. who so easily points out the flaws in their story. But no, it is your own people that seem to be kind of going against you right. and corroborating some of the I don't know, more treasonous claims that mm -hmm. came out of the January 6th events. What are the members of this treasonous committee afraid of? Well, I don't know. I, <laughs> I mean, maybe someone going to, to harm them or something because mm. they're upset. No, um, Democrats created the narrative of January 6th to detract from the much larger and more important truth that the 2020 election was rigged and stolen. Okay, but now don't you... It, what... Okay, January 6th, you were there though, right? No. But you okay, but no, you were there. You Maybe. Know, you don't know that. No, we saw you on I stage. Could be a hologram. I could no, be a were, hologram right now. Okay, but okay, there are was, many people who do impressions of me. Some not so well. You think it was Daryl Hammond? Uh, Alec Baldwin. It mainly. was Alec. You think Alec Baldwin? You know, at least he took a shot. All right, folks. <laughs> okay, very good. This is all a ridiculous and treasonous attempt to cover up the fact that Democrats rigged the election uh -huh. and they're siphoning Americans' freedoms and power for their own benefit. Kind of like you siphoned all that money for your defense fund. <laughs> what? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you think the truth is? Well, on election night, America watched as my lead grew and grew over Joe Biden, and I was about to claim another victory. And then I looked at Rudy, and he was like, you got this. And I'm like, Rudy, you're hammered. But the swamp. Oh, you're blaming swamp. the swamp. Oh, I'm blaming the swamp oh so God. hard. It, they were determined to keep their stranglehold on power that they delay the results of the election so they could then find, manufacture, or produce more ballots, just like I asked the Secretary of State of Georgia to do. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> but then that's how they beat me. That's how they defeated me. That is how they defeated you. Well, I am just... Like drug mules in this context. <laughs> mules are those paid to illegally traffic ballots from nonprofit organizations and drop them into ballot drop boxes. Should be illegal. 
What do you think about Bill Barr telling uh, the world that he thinks you're detached from reality at this point? Because Bill Barr, of course, a total <laughs> schmuck. He's a man who, let's not forget, when the peaceful protests were happening in Washington, D.C., he went outside with the Gulag Squad <laughs> and made sure to look the people in the eyes that he was about to rid of their First Amendment rights to protest. This man is not a good person. Mm -hmm. No one likes Bill Barr. And as a matter of fact, he stood by you while you did horrible things. But yet you still don't seem to think that you are detached from reality. And uh, the big lie just kind of continues. It's a big fun lie and it's a big fun tent. <laughs> and you can live in it with me forever. Because this is all I'm going to be talking about until I probably perish. Oh, oh well, thank you for being true, here, though. Donald. Absolutely. And powerful. Bill Barr can suck it. Wow, there we go. The quotes are just absolutely the quotes of a man who is flirting with sanity and absolutely not courting it. Either there's a lot of black voters in America who identify more with Joe Biden than Barack Obama or Democrats are stealing black votes. And we all know the answer to that. <laughs> no, what, what is the answer? So either there's I don't a, know. There's so many pages in my statement. Are, I got lost. There are a lot of black voters in America. Well, Mark Zuckerberg contributed $419 million to election initiatives around the country. So you're saying that Mark Zuckerberg hurt you even though Facebook tends to He should to be criminally prosecuted. Election laws prevent individuals from donating more than $5,000 per year year and zuckerberg gave 419 million and well, he didn't give a single penny to my election defense fund. <laughs> no, i think that's what you're mostly upset about i'm very upset about but it you, when you were running for office in 2015 2016 you openly said that you gave money to all of the candidates on stage so maybe you shouldn't really be talking about someone giving too much money to politicians because i mean that was kind of one of the things that you said you did Yes, but the swamp runs deep. I guess that turning around an election was a step too far. Yeah. That's where they drew the line on me. I Wait, was like, what about this crazy idea? Just one second, Mr. President. I want to take that back. So you said, quote, I guess that turning around an election was a step too far. Did did you just admit to, to right. trying to steal the election? Or? No, I'm not focused on the real issues. The fact that Americans are struggling to fill their gas tanks, sure. feed their babies, right. educate their children, I know you hire their employees, fire their employees, <laughs> sure. order supplies, order more supplies, order more cheeseburgers from McDonald's, <laughs> right. protect our border from invasion, sure, and from a host invasion. of other tragedies that are 100% caused by Democrats who obtain power through a rigged and stolen election, and the people of our country are both angry and also sad. You know, it is kind of sad. The saddest thing, of course, is the Biden administration given media coverage when it comes to their illegal mm. immigration status or, or uh, treatment of uh, people with yeah. uh, illegal immigration status as there's more people undocumented in jail now than when you were president. So actually, Joe Biden is being harsher on immigrants than even you were. I mean, that must kind of make you feel weird. You know, I don't like you saying that. And no one really brings this up. But as president, I suffered years of vicious lies, uh -huh. scandals and innuendo out Innuendo and pure <laughs> Nintendo concerning a fake and contrived narrative of Russia, Russia, Russia. Right. It just uh, seemed that you were so close with Putin. So I think mm. it sort of allowed that to kind of continue because everyone's like, why are you meeting with him in private? What are you guys talking about? Why did you agree with him more than the United <laughs> States government when it comes to interference in the U.S. election? I think that was why, I don't know, people may have You've been able to believe the Russia scandal. Yeah, but have you seen him with his shirt off on a horse? <laughs> no. Man, he's cool. He is cool. He is cool. <laughs> he's kind of the autocrat you always wanted to be. Uh, no. No. Do you know what Maybe. autocrat means? <laughs> 
Uh, is who, it like my uh, the, the the when I'm typing it corrects my spell? No, that's, that's <laughs> my That's autocorrect, and it didn't do a very good job. Okay, yeah, the twelve page <laughs> statement is full of bullshit and typos. <laughs> there we go. Well, thanks for being here again. You uh, kind of came back. I said thank you for being here, but then you just kept on. Yeah, kept on talking. I'm not then. going anywhere, baby. <laughs> no, we ha- we have to move on. Your with show. entire podcast is rigged and stolen. This podcast has been rigged. <laughs> I'm and stolen. stealing it right now. Uh, you're, so you're just gonna keep. I'm on gonna talk- need you to give me some money. <laughs> <laughs> this is a wedding in Mar Largo. This is literally what yeah, it involves. Right. This is the bar mitzvahs now. <laughs> right. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When it comes to his cronies, one of the things that we know for a fact is every damn one of them asks for a freaking pardon. Um, you tend not to ask for a pardon unless mm-hmm, you've done something wrong. Mm-hmm, right. Now, in the world of reality television, you'll hear the sentence is better to do and ask for forgiveness later. Mm, right. In reality television, that's because, I don't know, you're doing something stupid and maybe, I don't know, <laughs> trespassing every now and again. <laughs> when it comes to politics, it can be a hell of a lot more serious, specifically a man that we all know and we all absolutely hate. This guy is one of the biggest pieces of shit in the country. In this case, the man who is asking for forgiveness is Representative Paul Gozer. Oops. He asked for, quote, a blanket pardon. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Ham and biscuits, <laughs> Have some fun with it. He asked for a blanket pardon because wow. of his role in January 6th. As Donald Trump said publicly, and I would assume privately, anyone who helps him is going to get a pardon. But as we know, the man lies more than someone who is dead. And <laughs> all he did was turn his back on the people that sacrificed their political careers for him. Fuck Paul Gozier. This man is absolutely disgusting. According to some sources, according to the Rolling Stone, uh, it was Gozier's impression that the deal was done and that the House Freedom Caucus, headed by Andy Biggs, would give a boost to accompanying the paperwork for a presidential pardon. And, of course, the House Freedom Caucus, a caucus that if you told them what they became, Five years ago, I think that they would be stunned. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, uh, you think of people like Justin Amash, who joined the Libertarian Party eventually. He got elected with that Tea Party wave of 2010. Right. And the fact that they went from Tea Party folks to straight up fascists uh, in 10 years, that's a quick turnaround. The House Freedom Caucus, of course, nothing free about it. So Andy Biggs, another person that was asked or that was under the impression that he would be getting a blanket pardon as well. So Gozer, obviously, he's been one of the most prominent Republicans. The man has zero shame whatsoever, going as far as saying that January 6th was, quote, peaceful, and it was a patriotic protest. And he claimed that the woman that was shot by police was, quote, murdered. Uh, (laughs) Of course, again, the irony here is no comment on George Floyd. No comment on Breonna Taylor. No comment on every other person that mm-hmm. was killed by law enforcement mm-hmm. when they weren't 
committing an insurrection. <laughs> right, exactly. Also, I'm fascinated to see that both Biggs and Ghost are Arizona representatives. So uh, shout out to our Arizona listeners. Get these dudes out of office. <sighs> the people that ask for a blanket pardon, it's a who's who of who's a dipshit. It's Marjorie Taylor Greene. On the I don't Georgia. recall doing that. You don't recall <laughs> asking no, for I a don't. blanket? You don't no, I don't. No, I was asking for a blanket. I was cold. <laughs> so you said, pardon, may I have a blanket? Pardon me, may I borrow your blanket? Uh, that's what you said. I'd like a blanket. Pardon you me. Would- Okay, <laughs> sounds like you kind of asked for it. Lauren Boebert out of Colorado, Mo Brooks of Alabama, Louis Gomert of Texas, and of course the now defunct mm. Madison Cawthorn. Man, it is a list of douchebags. Wow, the, the likes that politics have never ever seen. It's a who's who of who's not invited to the orgy. Absolutely, you can't have these people at your orgy, folks. No, you you really freaking can't. And of course, the more that we find out about Lauren Boebert, the more disgusting it becomes. I mean, she has a long rap shape, which again is fine if she was like you know pro criminal justice reform, or you know if she had any kind of self awareness. Mm -hmm. But in reality, of course, she is nothing more than a grifter who is able to win political office because she ran in a gerrymandered, redistricted area that basically gave her the win. My, my favorite is all the people pointing out to her that her husband was arrested for like exposing himself to a bunch of teenagers because yeah. she keeps talking about, Pedophiles. don't bring kids to drag shows. It's a, uh, uh, don't bring your husband. Don't bring your husband <laughs> to yeah. the bowling school. alley. Yeah, you right? really don't. Also, the Proud Boys, you know, they're so proud. They're so sensitive. Uh, they decided that they couldn't handle a drag race uh, children's book club. Uh. It just kids don't care. Right. And you, what you projected upon them is your own weird yeah. fetishization or whatever it is. And it's just leave the kids alone. Yeah. Okay. It's weird when when uh, anybody who's against kids going to drag shows describes it as a sexual thing. It's like for it's performance for, mm-hmm. for me. I mean, growing up with comedy. Drag is one of the funniest things you could do. It was especially in the old uh, comedy mm-hmm. days. It was a great bit. So you're just teaching kids about good performances. Yeah, it's just crazy. And then the kids are like, "What are you? Why are you so angry?" <laughs> right. My thoughts on those those guys. We're talking about the guys that got busted in the U-Haul, right? We're talking about the guys that were headed over to the gay pride event. Oh, there's that story as well. Yeah. There's been multiple stories. Also, there was the, uh, you know, stop killing us, the March for Your Lives. And someone stormed the stage there saying, give me my Second Amendment rights. And it's like, <sighs> you have them. What mm-hmm. is happening? People, maybe they just need to start working more. I don't know. It seems like they have a lot of free time. <laughs> uh, I... I, I keep thinking about the necessity, like, do we still need gay pride events and do we still need these kind of things? But then when you hear that there's still these kinds of thoughts that, you know, there, there's still people consider drag pedophiles or that there's still people that are going to attack these pride events. Right. I do see the importance in them. We still like it's important. I just don't, don't understand yes. why they're so freaking triggering to people. I just don't care. Also, just let people do what they want to do. People do whatever they want to do. Yeah, that's what small government's supposed to be all about. Live and let live. Exactly. All right. Well, speaking of the government not allowing people to do what they want to do, there is one trans athlete in Ohio. (sighs) There is one. 
Oh, boy. And she just made it to varsity. She's a senior. She just wants to hang out with her friends. But this is causing a massive kerfluffle in Ohio. So they want to do a pa- they want to ban all transgender girl athletes. Now, I'm not talking about at the Olympic level or the professional level. This is not life and freaking death. Let people play sports. Let people do what they want to do. I don't think there's any harm when it comes to something like this. Ember, 17, plays as an outfielder and a catcher. And she just recently made it up uh, to varsity. She was a reserve who was only picked to now be on varsity because they just needed players. They need more players. <laughs> and, and she but just this, wants to hang out with her friends. This just triggered so many people. And that's the irony of everyone calling liberals or whatever snowflakes. And yes, I will watch liberal people melt down on YouTube for hours because it's hilarious. <laughs> anyone, can, it's anyone melting down <laughs> yeah. is very, very <laughs> funny. But the difference between a meltdown that makes it viral on YouTube or on Twitter is that it's not legislation. Mm -hmm. And you can laugh at that person. You Mm -hmm. can say, okay, buddy, you need to calm down. You're taking this a little bit too seriously. It's fine if this donut has gluten in it. It'll be okay. I know (laughs) you're (laughs) gluten-free. I know there's gluten in this one. I'm sorry I didn't tell you before you had a bite. I know. Why didn't you tell me? I'm sorry about that. But when it comes to people taking that, outrage and forming it into legislation that's where we have to draw the line oh my god yes this is absolutely atrocious what they did here in ohio on this anti-trans athlete and bill. there's so much going on in ohio this is such culture so war many bullshit. other things to get done and the other thing that they are doing so they're saying no more transgender athletes again it applies to one person there's one right there is one just ember yep. just ember mm-hmm. it's calm down everything yep. is fine mm-hmm However, they are also passing legislation that I think is going to lead to children's actual death. Right. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine, he signed a bill into law this past Monday that would allow teachers to carry a gun in the school with just 24 hours of training. Wow. Wow, What a difference a day makes. Let's talk about this. So, yeah, more guns, more violence. It's a proper correlation. More beer, more fun. Right. Uh. (laughs) When it comes to guns in schools, when it comes to teachers being armed... I was a bit of a uh, rabble rouser. And let's say I didn't take my ADHD medication one day. Oh. And let's say maybe it's maybe this is the day that I'm really stressed out. I see my teacher has a gun. What stops me from knocking my teacher out and taking their firearm? And now I don't even have to go to the store to get one. Right. Uh. That's the thing about it. It's like now if you're a, a wannabe school shooter, you don't, it's right even, there. Need to you go. don't even have to buy it anymore. Right. It's right there. You just steal it from the art teacher. It's insane what they've done with this. I just don't get it. Um, just the the past two stories we just did side by side. The teachers in Ember School aren't qualified enough to you know may, let it help her decide what her gender is, but they are qualified enough to right. shoot her if she acts up. Good grief! <laughs> what is going to happen first? A child takes the gun from a teacher, or legitimately teachers? I don't know if you know this, but the people. Yeah, they're they're humans. What if a teacher shoots a child? <laughs> oh, oh so now we're going to have even a, on purpose are they, by accident. Even you know, sure, adjusting, cleaning, the messing with the gun. My know, question anything. is, are they going to get qualified immunity? Oh, oh. like please do. Right. Well, he was acting up. I don't know. The kid, the kid was coming towards me in class, <sighs> and I stood my ground. Right. And so I had to shoot him. Oh my uh, God. This is a, the statement they made about Michael Brown, who was killed in Ferguson. I was scared. He was charging me. I had to shoot him. I think, and this is so sad and sickening that I'm going to say this sentence, but I think it's true. 
within the next five school shootings. Mm. There will be five more. Um, I think one of them will be caused by a teacher or with a teacher's gun. Uh, I, wow. D- literally, you are putting the weapon in the place where we don't want. This is supposed to be a gun free <laughs> zone. Who else is going to be allowed to have guns now? You know, am, am I, if, if I'm in Ohio, can I can I get a carry permit and take my gun to school now? Oh, well, you, you don't, don't even, even need, need that anymore, We're, Fernando. Uh, as of this Monday. Even though guts, so schools are so, no longer gun free there. It's, at we are a constitutional carry state now, and that m- took effect Monday. Mutual assured destruction. Literally. How are kids going to learn? That's the question. As education continues to fall apart in this country because it's not funded, and when it is funded, it's funded by district, which I don't think it should be. Everyone should get the same uh, chance yes. at an education. But yeah, what happens now? So the kids got guns. Now the, the teacher's going to have guns, and they're all just going to stand there like it's the end of the movie, The Thing, oh, where they're yeah. at a stalemate, yeah, where they're both literally. looking at each other, being like, "Who's going to kill first? Sulfur X, and then, motherfucker!" <laughs> and then, exactly. And wow. then meanwhile, we're supposed to learn math. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how is this going to happen? It's not going to happen. How I the mean, fuck is Mike DeWine in power? I oh man, he's he's walking that line. He made Democrats happy with his COVID policies, uh, but th- he's got to do this stuff to keep his Republican base. So the one thing the Democrats like are the things that I didn't like, and the thing that the Republicans like are the things that I loathe. So great, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh yeah, no, Mike God, DeWine. No, goodbye, rational thought. Mike DeWine has made a, a political career by basically dividing the people who hate him and keeping the people who kind of like him. Right. And it's, it's it's the same thing that Governor Abbott has done. Right. Mm-hmm. If you go to Texas, no one likes him. Right. And I'm like, how is he the governor then? Mm-hmm. I don't like Beto. Right. Yep. right. 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 There right. you go. Mm-hmm. They yeah. going to take our guns. No one's taking the guns. I promise you. As a matter of fact, uh, African-American gun ownership, black ownership, gun ownership is up 58%. So as we see with <sighs> all tragedy, it just helps the gun manufacturers right. at the end of the freaking day. There you go. And that's also, by the way, who's sponsoring a lot of these legislations. You know, constitutional carry is now in over two dozen states all around the country. And who's pushing for that? It's the gun lobby. And let's also not forget, why are we arming teachers? Because the cops didn't do fucking uh, shit. Yeah, right? What in the Uvalda. Fuck? And because the Supreme Court has constantly said, if they see something, they don't have to say something. And nor do they have to do anything. You can be murdered right in front of a cop, and they just did their job. That's Ugh. right. They, the same thing happened with the Parkland security guard, right? Yep. He did Ran, nothing. And, and then, at least, I believe he did get in some trouble for dereliction of duty. But, but it's because he's a security guard, not a police officer. That's the difference, you know? Yeah. So, so get ready. If you thought the Substitute 2, which starred Julia Roberts' brother, Eric Roberts, oh, was oh just a movie. God. I thought that was Treat be- Williams. I'm not quite sure. Oh, okay, fair enough. It has Kinder- become a reality. I just realized Kindergarten Cop just became real. Kindergarten Cop is real. Oh. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. <laughs> not a tumor. <laughs> I mentioned that on Side Stories today as well. <laughs> not a tumor. Wow. But at the very least, Kindergarten Cop, again, was a man looking for justice. Right. And those also, kids loved him. It was also a movie. <laughs> right. It, no, was, that was it, it wasn't America. It wasn't yeah. real life. Mm-hmm. That, wasn't a, that was a movie, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. And yes. then I became governor. Yeah. <laughs> it is a tumor. It is a tumor. Yes, yes very much. Well, I could actually go for a, an Arnold Schwarzenegger Republican. Uh, it seems as if he's rational these days. According to Mike DeWine, this is what he had to say. He says, I, I want to. Oh, he has a lisp, right? No, he he talks. Like, here, I can give yeah, it a whirl. Yeah, do a Let's little DeWine. He talks like a, a sassy piggy. <laughs> no, he's not a sassy piggy. He's a sassy piggy. piggy. Mike DeWine, you're a sassy piggy. 
uh, he talks a lot about like baseball and okay. ties and my Fran, my wife Fran and her pies. Oh, okay. I can eat Fran's pie all night. You can eat her pie all night. <laughs> Sometimes I do. I just That's such eat. a great sidetrack to make you seem like a human being. Uh, but I'm what so- about Army and the teachers? Well, I want to take a moment to commend Ohio school officials, our teachers who have worked very hard to prevent, avert, and avoid tragedies. They deserve our thanks and appreciation, and uh, they deserve more guns. They're going to give them a bunch more guns now, and, oh and baseball, God. and ties, and French pies. This is according to Toledo Mayor Wade Kapazukaswicz. It's a bit only of, in Ohio. You could say it's a bit of a Polish town. It's a bit of a Polish town. <laughs> the Pol- the Polish folks who settled Detroit um, and weren't happy there went to Toledo. This <laughs> is what he had to say. He says, "I feel like a putz for believing in him. He did something all right. He gave in like a coward, and he made the problem worse. So if you're in Ohio, you're going to want to look up." Yeah, there's a reason why Toledo mayor, I mean, he's not running for any other offices besides the one in Toledo (laughs) where they can pronounce his name. Um, But of course, um, with Dayton, the Dayton shooting in 2019, that is specifically when mayors really urged Mike DeWine and the crowd even shouted at Mike DeWine um, when Dave Chappelle was doing all these rehab Dayton efforts and just um, trying to get the city back together. And when Mike DeWine was there, the crowd yelled at him to do something his entire speech was drowned out by people yelling to do something to which at one point mike dewine said i think you're right we have to do something oh he did something all right and then but then that's the thing and so every mayor all over ohio is saying well the only thing he's doing is making it worse he's signed constitutional carry then you got this arm the teachers bill Mm -hmm. and don't forget they also assigned um stand your ground so now we have stand your ground in ohio as well this is why i want my politicians to do nothing they only make things freaking worse. It's sad, but I, just, I don't know. I've not been proven. It has not been proven yet otherwise. Right. According to Scott DeMauro, president of the Ohio Education Association, he says, I've said to many legislators, practice the Hippocratic Oath, at least Ugh. do no harm. He goes on. Bills like these are harmful. They're harmful to kids. They're harmful to educators. And they're harmful to our state, uh, DeMauro and uh, 350 others testified against HB 99. Well, 19 testified in favor. I don't know what the polling data is on this, but I am just going to speculate. It is not over 50% in popularity. I can't imagine that uh, most people in Ohio think this is a good idea. Well, no, I mean, that's the thing. Again, we talk about it on the show a lot with Republicans are back in the two before they back the blue cops, FOP fraternal fraternal yes. order of police. They don't want these bills that mm-hmm. makes their jobs harder. Right. And, and you're, you're putting more weapons out there uh, or you're making it harder for cops to know if the person is carrying a weapon. I mean, the, the whole thing is backwards in terms of if you're a law and order Republican. It's the dumbest thing I have ever heard of. I can't even believe we're here and talking about this in this country. Do you remember when we were like, it's going to get better? 2022, people are going to have holograms. They're going to be learning from George Washington like he's really there. <laughs> oh, hello, and Mr. Now Washington. We have, and now we have a situation where it just takes 24 hours and you're a teacher and now you can have a gun and you can shoot the person that you like the least in school. For some context, please get 60 hours of firearm training, which again is not nearly mm. freaking enough. Uh, right. 60 hours is also nothing. Right. <sighs> it's a week. 46 a nice of week. those hours are at the gun range. They should really learn how to not to shoot them. Yeah, that, that would also be good. Right. Yeah. 
or anyway. uh, how to defuse situations without using your gun drawn. <laughs> School uh, resource officers get the same as police, but they have an additional 40 hours of training both inside and at the range. So I don't know who the hell came up with this 24 hour of training idea. Uh, I, again, as Travis just said, it's just written by the gun manufacturers for the gun manufacturers and against us. So, Oof. Anyway. The governor also signed an additional funding for safety, air quotes. Again, when they say safety, they mean arming teachers. He secured $100 million to be used for basic physical safety upgrades to schools. Another $6 million going to training programs for arming school staff members. Along with that, he also said he was committing uh, to expanding mental health efforts. Oh, <laughs> yay. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> you know it's an Why are you so year. nervous in class? Well, my teacher has an AR. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's going to make all of those those pop quizzes a lot harder and those those final exams a lot sweatier. And talk about grasping for straws when it comes to GOP lawmakers just so in love with the AR-15. I was at Legoland this weekend and there was a guy with an AR-15 on his shirt. It said, come and take it. And I was like, buddy, we're at Legoland. Yeah. Who are you fighting? Like, no one's taking right? children. <laughs> Good Lord. I was like, yeah, buddy, really? That's a that's a great shirt. Anyway, Republican senators say everyone needs an AR-15 because you got to shoot prairie dogs with them. Right. I and, swear uh, to God. And I was very excited. They also said uh, raccoons attacking chicken coops. There you go. You need so, it. So my algorithms have finally collided. There my you news, go. my politics and my raccoons. You know what, man? I, again, whatever. Second Amendment, I understand it. Uh, we need to be, uh, we have the right to defend ourselves. But this kind of rationale, if you don't think that you're on the wrong side of oh an argument, God. then you just go to grasp at straws and you're like, what about shooting prairie dogs? And you're like, buddy, you got to be able to kick it. Yeah. Like, if you're losing to a prairie dog, you just lost. Yeah, like, man. The, my favorite response to this was some guy on Twitter. He's like, I'm from the Lakota. We used to hunt prairie dogs with bows and arrows and axes. But mm -hmm. if you need an AR-15, I get, you know. Yeah. Have fun as you yeah. go fishing with dynamite, too. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You can't hunt anything with an AR-15 because, and this is really sad to say this, as Matthew McConaughey pointed out, what the AR-15 does to a body. Mm -hmm. yeah, like it did to those kids in Uvalda. So you can't eat the meat? You can't. It's useless. I mean, it's just, I don't see... Unless you're fighting the raccoons from Killer Raccoons to Dark Christmas in the Dark, who have little tiny machine guns. And it's really adorable. on Amazon Prime. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you mean, unless you're fighting them, you don't need one of those to take out a raccoon either, man. No, you really don't. And again, if you can't kill a raccoon, then you die to the raccoon. Yeah. I'm sorry. If, if you and a raccoon hand to hand. <laughs> you gotta win. You just gotta win. You gotta have this. Republican uh, Senator Bill Cassidy. Uh, this guy looks like you was uh, made in a lab and sleeps in a crypt. <laughs> he really uh, this, does. Is, this is what he had to say. He says, if you talk to the people that own it, killing feral pigs in the, you know, whatever, middle of Louisiana, they'll wonder, um, why would you take this away from me? Oh my god. They make up people. Yeah, they're making they defend a fable. them. It's the same thing with the, you know, with the anti-abortion. They make up people and then they defend the oh. idea that they have of a person fighting for freedom against the feral pigs of their land. <laughs> Where is it happening? Also a shotgun works. Uh, the, no, the, the the thing is that according to this man, he's getting attacked by 30 to 50 feral hogs within <laughs> a 3 to 5 minute. So this man's like Call of Duty style invasion in his head. Oh of pigs, God. though. Feral hogs. <laughs> 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 
Oh, my God. There's just too this many what, of them. It does remind me of the History Channel show. There was a History Channel show. This is when the History Channel no longer did history. And it was all about Aliens. pig. No, it was about pig invasions. <laughs> and they had, a, they had a map of the United States. And I know feral, everyone is like, there are feral pigs. Yes, they're I know they Hawaii. Exist, and they're yeah, scary. Yeah, yeah. And they're big. And they're yeah. hogs again. The shotgun works. Yeah. Or just pet it. Um, <laughs> But there was a map of the United Wait. States, and then it just it started going blood red, and it just started <laughs> rising from Texas. They're like, and the pigs will take over. Oh. Within within a year's time, humanity will revert back to the pig. <laughs> it's like, I don't oh know. My God. Well, I, for one, welcome our new feral pig overlords. Here they come. <laughs> All they right. seem like great guys. Also, when it comes to children being shot in schools, no legislation has been put forth on that. However, the House did pass uh, security measures. They expanded security measures uh, for the Supreme Court. For themselves. And uh, right. for the families of the Supreme Court. Again, violence is never the answer. It's only going to, it just works the opposite because then people are going to be like, see, mm -hmm. they're violent. Violence is not the answer. There were 26 Democrats that voted no. The thing that bothers people and myself, again, is that they take care of them, mm -hmm. they don't care, take care of us, and the legislation that they put forth actively harms us, which is why I would prefer them to just do freaking nothing. Yeah. Also, Brittany Griner, just lastly, she just got extended, her Russia detention just got extended for a third time. I really hope people keep this in the press. She wants the story to be out there. Her <sighs> wife was talking about her girlfriend, right. longtime partner, right. is talking about her family is talking about it. And she is a political pawn right now mm -hmm. in the war with Russia and Ukraine and the United States involvement. And I just can't even imagine That's so sad. the hell that she is living in. She's 6'9". And I think about being in jail at 6'7". And it's tight. It's a tight squeeze. She's a six nine woman. Yes, a, a woman of color. It's just like she's just a fish out of water and and, and a lesbian. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's, which is illegal to be in, in Russia. Russia. Seriously, so. the worst. Oh, so situation. that that's why the Republicans want to make it illegal to be gay here. They oh. just want to be more like Russia and mm. be like Mother Russia in in Russia. In Mother Russia, the, the government <laughs> blow you. Yes, oh, in no. Mother Russia, TV watch you. <laughs> that's a good one. Thank you. Yeah. I'd like to thank my uh, grandpa Yakov Smirnov for all these jokes. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right, so uh, keep on thinking about Brittany. And anyway, Travis, lastly, I just want to give another plug to our anti Mike DeWine pack, our political mm -hmm. yes, action indeed. committee. Uh, we've officially ordered all the swag. I mean, obviously, we're talking about some serious wrongs that Mike DeWine is doing here. And of course, one of the things we can do is oppose them uh, all we can with bumper stickers, t shirts, funny <laughs> things like that. Got. That's all we're doing. They so, got all the guns and all the money, but we got bumper stickers. We got bumper stickers that say spill DeWine, and it's fun. Mm -hmm. So, um, we are trying to raise money to cover all these bills uh we've got pride weekend coming up so we're going to be at pride and then of course Comfest all there in columbus ohio so anyone that donates 25 dollars right. to headpack go to headpack.org uh we will send you a spilled to wine bumper sticker absolutely Ooh. and if you don't like a parade don't go don't go That's and don't take your kids imagine that do whatever you want yep. yeah. do whatever the hell you want to do yes leave people the fuck alone all right everyone and anything else fernando um make sure you vote y'all it's oh, right. just like Nancy. Yeah, make sure you vote. Uh, oh, can yeah. I get an amen? Can I amen. get an amen? Collapses. <laughs> just uh, me and my banana run suit right now. Please vote, y'all. Please vote. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, Go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is a message for anyone with high LDLC or bad cholesterol who has had or is at risk of having a cardiovascular adverse event. Merck is studying an investigational medication to see whether it may help lower the risk of future cardiovascular adverse events. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death worldwide. And in the United States alone, there are over 73 million people living with high LDLC. To learn about whether you may qualify, visit CoralReefStudies.com now. Again, that is C-O-R-A-L-R-E-E-F-S-T-U-D-I-E-S dot com.